Hello and welcome to more, a podcast designed to inspire, encourage and support women to make changes both big and small in their lives. And this week we are talking about sex. I'm Jo Merritt, a wellness advocate for doTERRA essential oils, and I teach French, and I give massage, and I raise two teenagers, and I've been sunning myself this week. Um, I live in Surrey in the UK, and every week, normally, I'm here with my bestie and gym buddy, Charlotte Parnell, um, but she can't make it this week. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of More. I'm a little bit sad that Charlotte can't make it today and it's just me, but I'm also really excited because we've got a fabulous interview with a lady called Serena, who is a wonderful woman and she's a sexual empowerment and body confidence coach. So that's super. Um, This subject's all about body confidence within women and sexual empowerment. I'm doing it from my garden right now. So I'm going to see how this works. Um, Quite typically within 10 seconds of starting recording the wind started to get up and um, this may not work (laughs) but I'm hoping it will. It's really weird not having my friend to bounce off and um, to and fro with because that's our whole relationship. We really bounce off each other but I'm going to give it a go. So um, body confidence is something that um, I'm really super interested in talking about mainly because I come from a standpoint where I've had issues with my body my whole adult life. In fact, my whole teenage and adult life. I think I've probably been on more diets than most of you have had hot dinners. I was going to say glasses of wine, but that may not apply to all of you. Um, It's difficult. It's a really difficult one because I don't think I've 100% made peace with my relationship with my body. Um, I have had issues for, what am I? I'm 47 tomorrow. So I've had issues since I was probably about 17 or 18. Um, I have done everything. I've yo-yo dieted. I've done the grapefruit and egg diet. That's what I now call the sludge diet. Do you remember the diet where everybody took flasks of vegetable soup around with them and that's pretty much all they ate but there was no flavor to it um i have been bulimic for a few years um going back a little way now i have been somebody who is taking exercising to the extreme um i've made a lot more peace in my body um you're here within the interview that i do with serena i still have issues with some parts of it um and at the same time i can be supremely confident about my body image so it's a really interesting one we're going to talk about this in another episode this idea that you can be different things within one person and for me i can be supremely confident and supremely insecure at the same time it's something that I do need to work on more and I am trying to tackle. But I would say on balance, looking back over the years, I'm probably far more comfortable in my own skin now than I was 10, 20 years ago. It's weird, isn't it? There's the um, comment that people say a lot, if women, especially if I go, could go back to when I first thought I needed to lose weight, I'd be so thrilled. Because actually looking back at pictures of myself when I first went on diets, there was nothing wrong with my figure you know and it's something that we all have um we all have distorted perceptions of ourselves I think it's fair to say we've all got that mirror that we like in the house that mirror we don't like we've all got um 
we've all got different views about our body even the women out there the supermodels you know the celebrities that we think are perfect what is perfection you know those women still have days where they get up and look in the mirror and don't feel good about themselves so there's lots of different aspects of this um it's something that I feel very strongly about. I wish I could get more women to feel comfortable in their own skin. I don't think um, I don't think we are very far along the route of not comparing ourselves. Um, I think we've started. I think we've turned a corner. Um, I think we're all becoming aware that what we see is often airbrushed, glossy, not real. But I think we've only just dipped a toe in the water and we've got an awfully long way to go. I do think for our children's generation, our daughter's generation, we have begun to set that example. But I think perhaps it will only be for those women, girls to become women, who will maybe really set the bar higher for their daughters. It's just what I think. It's my view. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. You may have different views and I'd love to hear them. So sexual empowerment, that's a different one. That's something that I feel, well, I felt so strongly about it that I wrote a book on the subject. Um, When I say I wrote a book, I didn't write it from an expert's point of view. I wrote a novel, Reading Between the Lines and the Subject Matter is about this woman who has doubts in areas of her life. She doubts her abilities. She has a bit of imposter syndrome in the career she's building as a journalist. But in her personal life, when she's with a man, she feels very confident in her abilities. And I think um, it's something that I've always felt very strongly about. I was raised in the 80s when you had women like Madonna, Um, being very overtly sexual, talking about their sexuality. And I liked that. I wanted to rebel. I grew up in a very small village. I had quite quite a Victorian dad. My mum followed his lead a lot. And I felt very strongly that I, as a woman growing up in the era we were in, which felt very modern at the time, um, I felt like I wanted to rebel. I wanted to break free, which is no coincidence that I am actually a a rebel personality. I've now since discovered by doing personality tests, although everyone knew it, (laughs) including me. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. It's something that Serena feels very passionate about. She talks very openly about it. Her role as a sexual empowerment coach is to encourage women to find that confidence within themselves. So it's something um, that I was intrigued to talk to her about. And I hope you really enjoy it. I'm very excited today to be talking to Serena Novelli, the body confidence and sexual empowerment coach. Um, I'm not entirely sure what some of that means, so I'm going to be asking her. She also is one of the brains behind the incredibly successful Love Thy Body project, which has just um, really taken my notice in the last few months online on Facebook and on Instagram. So I'm sure that we can put some links up and you can take a look at that. But Serena, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Yo, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I've been wanting to do this for ages since we got talking, didn't we, before Christmas? Yes, indeed. Oh, we did, indeed. We did have a good night that night, didn't we? We had a bit (laughs) too much of a good night, didn't we? Yes. (laughs) It might have been lubricated by dancing and fizz. Indeed. I get a bit scared using words like lubricating with you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's only natural. (laughs) It is. 
So can you, first of all, um, introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about you, Serena, the person? Okay, yeah. So I am um, Serena, a mummy of five children, and I have been married to my husband. Oh, for okay, I don't even know. We actually, tomorrow, we celebrate one year renewal anniversary, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but we've been together 26 years, um, and last year was our 25th like anniversary together so we renewed our wedding vows right um, hence the renewal yeah hence the renewal tomorrow so like you know reading have like three lots of celebrations or something <laughs> oh my gosh what's not to like about dressing up on so many occasions indeed indeed yes yeah. so that's that's who I am and I am also I as a, a body confidence coach um which is something that's really passionate um mm-hmm. to me I um, am an advocate for making sure women are feeling confident in the skin that they're in, no matter what their shape or size is. And sure. um, I like to, to teach them how to love themselves from within um, and then just to like um, feel really beautiful on the outside because they've learned the skills to really learn to like that self-love and their positive mindset. That's amazing. You've basically preempted my first question, Serena. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say to you, I think most of us in this day and age have a concept of what body confidence is about. So that answers that aspect of what you do. But what does a sexual empowerment coach actually do? Okay, so I work with women who maybe have lost their mojo, um, mm-hmm. not feeling very confident in the bedroom, and I teach them skills to be able to learn to love their own bodies again because usually it's a lack of self-esteem and it comes from within again Um, and so we um, we find out what the problem is and we work on their inner selves Um, we do lots of exercises Um, in one of my programs that I just did it was the um, week where everybody kind of um, had a meltdown because I was getting them to watch themselves in the mirror as they like self-pleasured so they were <laughs> yeah. they were extremely horrified by what I was asking them to do but when you can learn to look at yourself and feel your body and your skin and just feel those lumps and bumps and feel how smooth and um, you know how sexually yeah. attractive you are um, I just, love that it just makes you feel really good yeah sure. um this is interesting for me because i have um the first book out reading between the lines which is a bit of a 50 shades style romp and the second book that i haven't had released yet but i um, i'm still working on finishing it there's a scene where she pleasures herself and sends a video to the man she's seeing now i felt like i couldn't write a descriptive accurately descriptive um passage about what she sees unless i looked myself so I got a mirror <laughs> and I watched myself. Well, yeah, exactly. And it was fascinating. It, it was really fascinating. Um, Not quite sure I can believe I'm saying this out loud on podcast. <laughs> but you know, this is the thing. When you can be accepting in your skin and you can uh-huh. accept um, you know, when you know what it is that 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 makes you tick, what pleasures you, um, sure. then your relationship can only grow, especially if you can um start to um express that within your within your relationship and and, yeah. and vice versa, your partner the same. If, if if you can be open and honest about what you like, what you don't like, you know, where you sure. like to be touched and stuff, then it's only going to bring this amazing um, you know, relationship and sex life. You're gonna you're gonna be like in that bedroom all the time. <laughs> And be more fulfilled. Exactly. Absolutely. You'll be so satisfied. And all of those happy hormones will be released um, and you'll be feeling great. 
So one of the questions that Charlotte wanted me to ask is why? Why did you decide to become a coach in both these areas? So um, growing up, I was um, I was very insecure. And um, I think I just was brought up in, in a, a time where where like, people kind of put you down. They didn't really big you up or pick you up. Um, and, uh-huh. you know, my mum would say things not nastily or in any way trying to hurt me but just little things yeah. and then as a child they, they kind of play on you and you believe those things so I grew up feeling very insecure in my body and when all of my um friends started to develop I didn't yes um I was three months premature when I was born so I'm assuming that's why like they started yes. to develop and I was a little bit delayed um and I had these like 30 like two like a couple and probably less than that um, right like I was filling my bra with socks and everything to try and make myself oh. feel better and what I saw in the mirror I just didn't like um mm-hmm. I had Nathan my my firstborn when I was 18 um and my body my mum said my boobs were grown all of this kind of stuff but my body didn't it stayed the same um right. and I just looked like a, a little boy like a, <laughs> a little boy um I, obviously I, and yeah weirdly at, at times that's been fashionable look at the Kate Moss look the kind of almost androgynous body yeah exactly and I mean she was about when I was a, you know when I was younger as well but um right I just didn't feel comfortable in my skin um uh-huh. and then I, I when when I had my daughter my oldest daughter I started to realize that things that I was saying and doing which was what my mum was doing when I was younger mm-hmm was what I was doing in front of my child. And I didn't want my child to grow up that way. So I decided to make that change. Um, And then I I realised how empowering that was for me to be able to make that change myself. And it took me a long time to get to a place where I really loved myself. Um, And I know that's a a tool that you you have that you continue to work on daily. Um, And I joined um, a company in the UK called Anne Summers. Um, And so... um, yeah, I'd never held a vibrator or anything. And I was in right. 20s and it was the best thing ever. Absolutely. I mean, I'm still with them now. So I, I've been with them like 15 years. I have a draw for girl. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a very awkward conversation about 20 years ago when my now ex-father-in-law wanted to see what vibrators were all about. Well, exactly. <laughs> because there's a certain generation that had never seen them and especially men. No. Um, to this day, I'm still curious how many men are always fascinated. Yeah, and, you, know? And, you know, it's funny because when you say to somebody, oh, I'm an Anne Summers rep, if it's a, it's a, if it's a bloke, they, they just yeah. think, I, I have no idea what they think goes on at Anne Summers party, <laughs> but they obviously think it's some kind of like female orgy or something because they get so excited. <laughs> Um, and really, it's just about learning to, yeah. you know, be comfortable in the skin you're in, having a couple of drinks and and kind of letting go and chatting the stuff that you feel well, uncomfortable about. Well, I was going to say, right, I think there's an aspect of it that, that we've lost in Western society, which they still have to a degree. And that it's that kind of women being with women, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That sisterhood. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, you'll, you'll always get at a party. You'll always get the shy one, the confident one, um, you know. But yeah. um, it's quite funny if you have generations there as well, because I love watching generations and their faces when yes. like, like things start happening and people start talking right. um, as then drinks start flowing. But yeah, so I did that um, and I grew in confidence from that. I learned that actually me being insecure about my body um, and, yeah. and I know I had two children already, like it would be lights off in the bedroom. Don't, t- right. don't touch my boobies because I don't like them. I, you know, I didn't feel very feminine um sure. I don't want you touching there like kind of thing and 
I and get was, you. Yeah. It was, well, I, I would say it's probably boring because I didn't want to, I just wanted it to be over and done with and, and you know, and not be touched anymore because I didn't feel comfortable. Sure. Um, I kind of realised that all of these other women felt exactly the yeah. same as me. It wasn't just me. It was everybody. Yes. Everybody has their insecurities. The most beautiful women that I was seeing in these, you know, in their lingerie, like coming out, sure. were, were worrying about their, their body and what they look like. And, and I was just looking, thinking, Jesus, they look stunning. And if they're worried, um, I must have to, like, really be worried because, like, why are they worrying? But then I just kind of realised. No, of course. Like, actually, I mean, you, everybody is. You did it. Sure, because you did an interview recently with Caprice, didn't you? And I remember reading recently, you know, her talking about times where she's had insecurities about her body. And we all look at these supermodels and glamorous celebrities and, and you think that they're flawless, but they're not. And it's something that you talk about, isn't it? About being flawsome. Yes, we, I use the word flawsome. Um, yeah, I, I do. That. And um, um, unleashing your inner diva. But yeah, Caprice is exactly the same. She, you know, she's mm -hmm. had to work really hard to get to where she is. She's had her sure. her ups and downs. And it's so lovely to hear that coming from somebody um, who, yeah. when I was younger, she was like the one of the it supergirls, you know, supergirls. Yeah, goddess. Yeah, everybody yeah. was wanting to look like. Um, and yet she was going through such hard times in herself. Um, that's right the same as celebrities nowadays and they I think they've got much more pressure yeah. because of social media and being in that in you know 24 hours they're they're there in your faces and they've got this this kind of that's yeah. right that's right yeah, I don't know so I mean you you've answered another question that Charlotte wanted to know which was have you always been body confident which clearly you've explained this drive that you've got has come from a place of lack the the fact you didn't have that. yeah exactly and I just didn't want my I didn't want my children to to grow up seeing me looking in the mirror and um you know using negative words about myself and you know sometimes they do slip out even now like I might you know you, you just you know if you have a day where you're feeling a little bit frumpy or whatever and I, I might like but because of how I how I am you catch you know, yourself yeah, it's a way you're like right oh, but do you know what I've had five children and I think I look good like kind you kind of like switch yeah. it around um Sure. But I, what what sorry. when you talk about body confidence and you say you said it a little while ago you and and then I felt empowered. What what does it mean to you? What does what do those words mean in translation? Empowered. I just think that's for me. It just means that you know I'm not afraid to be who I am in front of people. I'm mm -hmm. quite confident. I can I can walk into a situation you know anywhere now. I can go to any place. Like when I met you, um, I can yeah. just. I can chat I, I couldn't do that before I can be empowered just to chat and be me and not be afraid to be me and and so that's interesting because you you did you immediately strike me when I met you as an as a confident person a bubbly warm personality but what you're saying is even though that wouldn't have been a situation that was anything to do with um anything sexual or anything people women were not necessarily they're judging what someone looked like that would have translated to you in a social setting that lack yeah, of yeah because in my head I would have been thinking well before I would have been thinking um that person's thinking you know if they were looking at me that person's thinking this of me that person wow. she's looking at me because she thinks like I oh, know I haven't got any boobs or maybe she thinks my thighs are fat or oh, yeah, so that's how I would be thinking before um and I've been able to find that it's incredible yeah how much of your life it, it would have had an impact yeah it on. did and I suffered I suffered severely there was times when I couldn't even get out of bed or leave the house because I would have severe panic attacks 
um you know yeah like if I could just I remember one time sitting in um Burger King with my mum after shopping and mm. we were having something to eat and I, I mean I was literally just sitting there eating and then all of a sudden I just felt like people were watching me and I, I started having this massive panic attack and I, I couldn't swallow I couldn't get my breath back my mum was trying to help me but the more she was trying to help me the more you know you're making it look yeah. too obvious kind of a thing oh so yeah I, I, I used to suffer and then it got to the point where I couldn't I couldn't go out at all but obviously now I've learned tools to right. deal with that and and how I can sure and they're yeah. the tricks aren't they having having that toolkit having that yeah, knowledge absolutely and that belief, yeah. of course. I mean, I know that I'm worthy of everything that I do. And what I'm doing, I feel, um, is, you know, something it's to, to support other women. And it's so it's giving back. Um, so that's very sure. empowering in itself. Would you say um, body confidence is intrinsically linked to being and feeling sexually empowered? Yeah, I do. Because I think if you're feeling confident, you're going to feel much more comfortable in your skin. You're going to feel much more sexy. Um, mm. You're going to feel, um, you know, a little bit more frisky. I suppose that you can get a little bit more frisky because you feel good about yourself. I suppose it's a bit like when, sure. you've, when you've had a few to drink and all your your inhibitions like fly out the window. Right. Kind of a thing. Once you've got that yeah. belief that you are you are beautiful and you are who you are and you can just shine and people love you and and you're accepting of yourself then yeah in the bedroom it's going to shine through as well yeah are there things you hear women say that you really wish they didn't say about <laughs> all themselves? the time all the time and and yeah. especially at an summer's party because um i do i obviously tell them that i'm you know a coach as well and that I, I coach in body confidence and sexual empowerment um, and then they'll catch right. themselves saying things and then they'll look at me and go, you're going to tell me off, aren't you? And I go, no, 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 I'm not going to. <laughs> like what? Can you give some examples <laughs> um, that women listening might I, identify I get, with? Um, a lot with the lingerie I will get because there's a lot of um, strappy stuff. <laughs> I get a lot of like, a, I'd yeah. like a piece of pork wrapped up in, you know, in string and, and stuff like that. My, my, my thighs would show like oh, a net of oranges. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> you haven't even tried it on. You Come on, girl. You haven't even... You haven't even tried it. Um, Isn't it funny how what you, um, you're you describing, relaying there, that idea of flesh coming through threads of material is exactly what men say they like, that whole, that softness exactly. of women, the, the you know, the, the softness coming through and, and over the top of fabric is what they love to touch. And actually, most men would admit, when push came to shove, that they prefer that to that kind of hard more masculine look on a, on yeah. a woman's body yeah. quite often not not saying there's a right or a wrong there's somebody for everyone but I'm just saying that the things that we think of as faults or flaws men often yeah, really absolutely. love absolutely and um I know that I saw something I can't remember where but it was like a few years ago when I was doing some training um and some guy had said that he would much rather go home on a night out with uh, a larger girl who's who's confident in herself um then go home yeah, with somebody right. that's um you know like all done up and feeling like they can't enjoy themselves and then when they get into the bedroom they've got a bra right, on so thick you. that actually what they were touching in the club isn't what they've got there that's me <laughs> that's, what I do. that's me <laughs> but <laughs> Exactly what yeah, I I've been guilty in the past of going, yeah, don't bother with yeah, that. It's That's just like, oh, yeah, I can't feel a thing. <laughs> Do you think that um, 
in this day and age, considering that I think yours probably similar era to me, you would have grown up with the Madonnas, mm-hmm. um, and Summers be- became more mainstream, more high street. We've had Magic Mike, uh, we, you know, there was positions of the day in all the magazines when we grew up. We've had Fifty Shades. I've written, I've written my book. Do you think after all that, we are still in a world where women don't talk openly yes, enough about sex? Absolutely, or not honestly enough about about what okay. it is that they're thinking they might agree when they're having conversations but it may not be what's actually going you know going on in their head they right they, they want to perceive themselves as being in the know and and it might be not what they're what they're into but they're, so they want yeah, to fit in a box i think yeah they still do um some are, are still not confident in um expressing what it is that they like um and being open and honest about it it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think I think in recent history or modern history, we've had words like slag and slut and whore, words that the, they're labels given to women who go after sex. And for men, there was only ever positive words like stud. Um, but although my daughter now tells me, who's 16, there is they use the word man whore. Okay. Which we didn't have. I didn't I'd never heard of that growing up. There was nobody saying that to me, you know, about a guy who was who was open and honest about wanting sex. And and I think it's really interesting that that we were raised in a world that saw women going after what they wanted in the bedroom as yeah, a cheap. Exactly. I think we got to the we got to the point when we were like teenagers as to where it wasn't okay for the for maybe our, not our parents but our grandparents our parents were like 70s mm-hmm. you know gang banging doing all sorts and, and <laughs> whatever but it wasn't <laughs> deemed right but they just seemed to not care and they, they didn't have a care in the world did they um and then it got to us and right <laughs> he's in the fruit bowl and um yeah it was just I mean class is yeah cheap and dirty and 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 we had we were like late 80s 90s weren't we so yeah, yeah, some of the fashion over yeah. that time wasn't too great either, was it? So it's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> or hairstyles. <laughs> I know, I know what you mean. What um, can women who want to make changes, but they don't have a clue, what, where can they start day to day? We were talking daily habits the other week in the podcast. What simple things can women start well, both, doing? But... Yeah, so make themselves feel. I would say yeah. um, practice mindfulness. Um, really, like take some time out for you to just sit and kind of center yourself with your own thoughts. Right. Maybe journal them down and see where it is that they're at because um, sometimes our, you know, our our minds are so busy with absolutely everything that's going on in the outside world and what we've got to do tomorrow, what we've got, what we're going to have for dinner, what the kids are doing or whatever. Yeah. We don't actually take that time to just sit and, and see what's inside of us, what we're feeling, what we're thinking about ourselves. So if you can have that time to just sit and focus and really listen to what it is that you're feeling, um, those, you know, those thoughts that pop into your head about yourself, and you can kind of like pinpoint where they're coming from. Then you can start to work on um, where it is you, you need to you need to move on to. So like when somebody says they want to stop smoking or they're drinking too much, it's recognition that there's a problem in the first place, that there's something you're not liking or you're not maybe aligned with in the way. Yeah, you absolutely. Um, and I would say that like with um, like drinking and smoking and stuff, that's. Um, a habit has probably come from a later time you know like um 
you know, where something's happened in a relationship or that kind of stuff, or you've you've been peer pressured yeah. into smoking when you were a teenager and stuff. But right. with your actual self love um, and stuff, that's going to stem from more when you're a younger child. Um, but ironically, still usually, yeah, absolutely, source, it will come right? from an external source, and that's what you need to pinpoint yeah. is where that's coming from because um, you'll have repeated patterns. So it's the same with the drinking and the smoking um it's going to be something that triggers that yeah. and then you have a drink and, and, and the same with your, your self-love with that confidence within you there's going to be something that's triggering sure. you and you just need to kind of align with that and once they've acknowledged that and, and and maybe that will take time to journal and to read through and and to come to um a point with your recognition or your thoughts what, what do you do then how do you how do you make those changes? Um, for me, um, what I did was I, once I'd got to where I wanted and journaled, I started to use daily affirmations that um, were positive and right. that could um, change that mindset, change those words in my head. So um, instead of looking in the mirror and saying, oh, my God, look at, look at the size of your boobs, you look like a boy, I, I would change that uh-huh. to I, I'm, my boobs are okay you know just something simple just starting simple and then it would get sure. actually I like my boobs um right I, I was listening to um I've been listening a lot to Brooke Castillo Castillo's the life coach and she she says sometimes even that leaps too too big for people whether it's about weight gain or anything and simply in that situation just to even say yeah, I exactly. have boobs could be a small enough stepping stone if you're not able to yeah, make the absolutely. next step so it's just like um trying to change that trigger slightly and then you'll get more confident and it will change again and it will change again so from negative to neutral yeah and eventually you'll realize that that, you know it's not worrying you at all um and you actually feel quite good about that part of your body um and just maybe to sit and focus have a look at yourself in the mirror and focus on maybe one thing you you're not too keen on and and do that and work on that <laughs> definitely yeah, that's my, my boobs my boobs <laughs> um and then just and then just work on it and and you know I've breastfed five children now sure. um and some right. some longer than others some I couldn't make stop yeah. and and they wouldn't leave me alone <laughs> and I had to like literally leave the house <laughs> because otherwise it wouldn't take a bottle um and then you know, I've got an image of that. What's that sketch that Harry Enfield did? Was it Harry Enfield booby? But, um, you know, they've breastfed five children and they've done what they are there for. Yeah. Um, and, and so Absolutely. that is something to be proud of. And still, they're not, they're not huge. Yeah. They're not, they're, you know, they're, they've grown a bit, but they're, they're now droopy and like half empty sacks because I've sure. breastfed five children. But, you know, sure, I love sure. them for what they've done. Um, and I'm not focused on that negative Amazing. anymore. No, I get you. Where can so people find on you, Facebook, Serena? They can find me if they put in the search Love Thy Body Project. They can come join my free community. Um, and then over on mm-hmm. Instagram, it is just at Serena Novelli. That's superb. Love it. Thank you You're so welcome. much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
That was so lovely talking to Serena. She's an incredible woman and I absolutely love what she's doing. If you do want to join the community and you really should, it's fantastic, head over and find her on Instagram or Facebook. And if you're on Instagram, why not leave what you think about this um, episode on Go and Get More, at Go and Get More on Instagram. That's where you'll find Charlotte and I and everything to do with the podcast. We'd really like to hear what you've got to say about body confidence and sexual empowerment or after you've listened to this on Anchor, you can leave us a voice message. We'd love to be able to use that in one of the next episodes. Not sure what we're doing next week, but really hope Charlotte's back with me. And um, until then, ladies, go and get more.